from South Carolina Public Radio. This is Lead Trail Bites for the week of March 23rd, 2023. I'm Gavin Jackson. That's right, folks. Feels good to be back on the trail. Now, this mini pod is a companion piece to the South Carolina Lead, and we're producing these to keep you up to speed on what is being said by candidates on the campaign trail in our state. Now, this bite features an in-depth look at the inaugural Vision 24 National Conservative Forum hosted by the Palmetto Family Council in North Charleston. The Palmetto Family Council is a nonprofit that says it is on the front lines of the fight to keep biblical values a consideration in the culture at large and in public policy decisions. The Palmetto Family Council also has the ears of thousands of evangelical Christians around the state. The March 18th Forum in North Charleston brought out two declared Republican presidential candidates, former Governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and businessman Vivek Ramaswamy. Potential 2024 candidates also attended, including Senator Tim Scott and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. Other politicians that spoke include Senators Lindsey Graham, Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, and John Kennedy of Louisiana. Former Hawaii Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard and Alabama Congressman Mike Rogers were also there and spoke. They could be potentials, but who can officially say? Regardless, I can officially say that if you want to be on a trail bite episode, you gotta be an officially declared candidate. Those are the rules. So with that being said, let's start with Nikki Haley. We just had a good chunk of her speech from her Myrtle Beach stop on Tuesday's episode, and we've previously covered her extensively, both her background, the launch of her presidential campaign, and her initial swing through the early voting states of Iowa and New Hampshire. Why such extensive coverage of her? Well, she is our homegrown candidate, so we'd be a little bit negligent not to initially cover her so closely. As you can tell, I haven't been back to those states, but we will be a few times in the future especially if another homegrown candidate gets in the race. Looking at you, Senator Tim Scott. Now, Haley is 51. She's a former governor of South Carolina when she was elected in 2010 and 2014 and was confirmed as United Nations ambassador in January 2017 following her appointment by President Donald Trump at the request of then-Lieutenant Governor Henry McMaster. She chose to use her 20 minutes on stage fielding softball questions from Columbia International University Chancellor Bill Jones who at one point said Haley is so nice and then asked her how she can be such an effective fighter. No, when you're born in South Carolina, you learn how to kick with a smile, right? So, I mean, it's a... (laughs) Look, I am a fierce fighter when it comes to my family, when it comes to my country, when it comes to the things that I love and believe in. Um, But I I I can pretty much tear you apart without you realizing I just did it. And I can smile the whole time doing it. You know, the the goal has always been to get things done. I've always just wanted to get things done. When I came to South Carolina, we had a state with double-digit unemployment, and we turned it into an economic powerhouse. We took 35,000 people off of welfare, and we put them to work. We passed voter ID. We passed E-Verify. you know, mandatory E-Verify to get rid of our illegal immigration situation. We doubled our payments to pay down our debt. We reduced welfare by 54% and food stamps by 11%. We really made South Carolinians proud. And when I went to the United Nations, we took the kick me sign off of our back at the United Nations. You know, we, we, that would needed to happen. We got out of the Iran deal. We moved, we fought to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and acknowledge the truth. We made sure that we, you know, 
focused on our enemies and we held them to account, but we had the backs of our allies. And those are the things that I think you always have to do. You have to fight for those that agree with you on freedom and on making sure that people have the ability to be safe. And that's always what I've tried to do is protect people and build them up so that they can be the best of themselves. Haley was asked about her faith, which she said is a continuous work in progress, like everyone's is, as we grow, learn, and experience new things. From raising her two children to being an elected official and leading the state through tragedies and natural disasters. Every time there was a tragedy, Haley said, God, I need you to take this, and she was guided through it. Haley recalled a state day of prayer that she said prepared her and the state for the Mother Emanuel Amy Church shooting four days later in 2015 a tragedy that deeply affected her and changed her. Now, after saying all of that, Jones asked Haley if she became president, whether she'd forget about her faith. No, I think I would need him now. Have you seen the country lately? (laughs) We need a lot of God in our life right now. I mean, I think... (laughs) I mean, we, we need... God more now than I think we've ever needed him. And I think what you have to remember is when you do something like this, you do it with humility. You do it with the idea that you want to go and lead in a way that God would be pleased. You want to go and lead in a way that lifts up everybody, not just a select few. You want to go lead in a way that brings out the best in people. That's the goal is you want everybody to be the very best. When we had that, you know, all of those tragedies in South Carolina, it was the best of South Carolina that came out every single time. And that's what a leader is supposed to do is always dig deep and find that. And you do that with your faith. And God guides you through that. As for where things stand right now in the polls, well, they're a little all over the place. National polls don't really track how things are going concerning the polls that do matter are those in early voting states like New Hampshire, Iowa, and here in South Carolina. More than a month into her bid, Haley is in the high single digits in many of those polls. She's competing with former President Donald Trump and presidential hopeful Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, both of whom are sucking up all the oxygen at this point in the race. But Haley had this to say about those early numbers. What I can tell you as a fact, the poll numbers you see today are not going to be the poll numbers you see a year from now. The big topics that everyone touched on and decried at the event were wokeism, woke culture, and the ongoing culture wars and cancel culture. No one spoke more on this topic or more passionately than 37-year-old Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a political outsider and successful multimillionaire biotech entrepreneur and asset manager, as well as author of the books Woke Incorporated and A Nation of Victims. Vivek is the son of Indian immigrants. He was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, and graduated with a biology degree from Harvard and also obtained a law degree from Yale. We already gave you his comments earlier this week on former President Donald Trump's pending indictment, but here is part of his speech before the Palmetto Family Council's Vision 24 National Conservative Forum. When your race goes from being about your skin color to being about the content of the ideas you're allowed to espouse, then any disagreement with those ideas automatically makes you a racist. And there is no greater damnation in modern America than to be called a racist. So when given the choice between pledging allegiance to this new religion and being tarred with the scarlet R, everyday Americans are choosing to bend the knee. And that's what's created this new culture of fear in our country. Fear of losing your jobs, 
fear of your kids getting a bad grade in school, fear of becoming a pariah in your own community. And that culture of fear is really what's eroded our culture of free speech in America. And if you ask me, the best measure of the health of any democracy, especially American democracy, is the percentage of people who feel free to say what they actually think in public. See, that's the, that's the first of these cults I was going to tell you about. But there's a little bit of a coincidence in America because there's a second cult that arose right at the same time. That is the cult of gender ideology in America. And this cult has two key commandments that it espouses. Okay, The first commandment is that the sex of the person you're attracted to is hardwired on the day you're born because it had to be in order to be a civil right. But at the exact same time, it also asks you to believe that your own biological sex is completely fluid over the course of your lifetime. These two things can't make sense at the same time if you're operating according to principles of logic. But if you're operating according to a quasi-religious cult, then you can espouse those contradictory beliefs at the same time. Ramaswamy said that the Ukraine conflict was not the number one matter on the international stage, Rather, it's China. Ramaswamy did respond to Fox News personality Tucker Carlson's six questions on Ukraine, and he said that he would limit any further funding or support to Ukraine as president. Adding European allies need to do more, a lot more. It's their backyard, it's their borders. Ramaswamy also said it's not vital to oppose Russia while stressing it is vital for the U.S. to have energy independence, insisting that had Europe relied more on the U.S. for oil and gas instead of Russia, the invasion might not have happened. Now, Ramaswamy in North Charleston, however, elaborated more on China and other threats. It is to declare independence from communist China. That is the Declaration of Independence of our century. It is what Thomas Jefferson would have signed if he were alive today. It is what I will sign if I'm elected as the next U.S. president. Because you know what? Unlike the Soviet Union in the last century, we depend on our number one enemy today for the shoes on our feet and the phones in our pocket. How we got here is a complicated story we should all be ashamed of and learn from, but we are where we are. We're in a codependent relationship with China. Codependent relationships do not end well. The only question is who ends it first. The sooner we end it, the better for us. The longer we wait, the better for them. We need the courage to think on the timescales of history, not on the timescales of just our short-term election cycles, all right? The easy stuff is easy. You, ab you abandon the climate cult that shackles the United States while leaving China untouched. You use the U.S. military to actually secure our own border from the Chinese opium war of the fentanyl epidemic that floods our country. You use it to actually take out and annihilate the cartels south of Mexico rather than fighting people halfway around the Atlantic on the other side of the world. You use it to fight digital fentanyl in the form of TikTok that's polluting the minds of our next generation. If you can't smoke a cigarette by the age of 18, you shouldn't be using an addictive digital fentanyl since the age of 14 or 15 either. This is the easy stuff. And there you have it, folks, your first trail bite of the 2024 trail. Not so hard, just lightly easing in here. And we're back in the swing of things, and we'll be bringing you these bites from candidates as they come through our state and as we can get to them. Remember, I'm one person. <laughs> 
We want to give you as much information as possible about where these candidates stand on issues and what they're saying to voters like you around our state. You can find more Trail Bites, lead episodes, and all things SC2024 on scetv.org slash sc2024. We're going to be adding a lot more content there over the coming days and weeks, but scetv.org slash sc2024 is your home for what's happening on the 2024 Road to the White House, which runs right through South Carolina. I'm Gavin Jackson. Thanks for listening. And now for the wind down. I'm just kidding. There's no wind down on the trail bites.